Hey guys, hope y'all have been doing well, and I hope you have missed us. I've missed you. I haven't seen you since last year. I know, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, we just did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we've been away, but yet we're still so in sync. <laughs> Yes, we somehow have survived the holidays, all the yes. all the food, all the stuff, mm. all the presents, all the chaos. We have survived it. We made it to 2023 at this point. Yes. My pants Lord. are filling it. Oh my Definitely. gosh. Don't even, I, put my, <laughs> I put my scrubs on this morning. I was like, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well, I got that's new. Got little, that's got a little more snug, <laughs> right? I got new jeans for Christmas, but then yet by the time we got closer to the new year, I was like, "Ooh, I'm about to lose weight to fit into my new jeans." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That's just how it goes. Though you have to eat all the food and then just reset January one. Is what we kept saying. Like, okay, January I mean, yeah. one, January one. I said January the one. same thing. Like, I was like, why do I start now? And then you see these people that like actually start then, and I'm like, bro, you got like two weeks left. You might as well go hard <laughs> and just let well, it. I don't like to waste food, and you got to eat all the leftovers. Same. Like, same. you got to just eat them all. So we ate them all up. And so- yep, I'm the same way. <laughs> Micah, Micah laughs at me. But I'm the same way because most of them are super good too. Like we oh, still yeah. have dressing, but we're yes. gonna eat that dressing. Yeah, because it's grandmother's dressing. Like exactly. you cannot. We only get How dare you? Once a year or twice a year, so we got we get to enjoy while we can. Yeah. <laughs> if Betty, if Betty found out <laughs> that I threw dressing oh away, gosh. Yes. oh my word! I feel like I she would never so give me trouble. any. Yeah, she'd be like, "You're cut off." That's too funny. We still have some, you know, like those, I don't know if your grandparents ever had like the blue tin that had cookies in them and they put like on top of the fridge. Does anybody know? No, how? but grandmother gives me some of those, like she calls them knickknacks, oh. but they're like things she's created, like cookies or like trail mix, like the special like Chex Mix or whatever. Oh, well, there's a, there's like a tin. I don't know the brand. It's a blue tin and there's mm-hmm. cookies inside of it and they like are in these like little cupcake wrappers and there's all these like oh. different shapes of cookies. oh wait i know what you're talking about yes well my mom and papa always had one on top of the refrigerator and there's mm. nine times out of ten had cookies in it but a lot of times you open them up and they're like like you know it's like your junk drawer but anyway so we have a couple of those left and i put them in the pantry saving them for a rainy day get them out there of sight out of mind yep <laughs> yep i'm the same way i've tried to not see everything that's in my fridge that I really, really want. Like there's some banana pudding in there that I'm like, mm. see, we're we're out of leftovers completely. We're we're out. We're not we started yet. fresh. We're we're close with it. We are very, very close. And some of these were stuff that was after New Year's. Like I, well, and like super close to like because we had it, we had to push a Christmas back. So we didn't have another Christmas until the what was last Friday? Was that the 29th or something? The 30th. 30th yeah we had a christmas on that day so oh yeah so mm-hmm. oh yeah you definitely have leftovers then oh yeah and like you said i'm not leaving them behind right There's exactly no exactly <laughs> so well um this was your first christmas as a mom well I said, last year you were pregnant with violet you're you're I very was. pregnant very pregnant i was yes i was bumping <laughs> <laughs> so how was it being a first-time mom for christmas it was good. I, I really, I would say at her age, maybe it wasn't extremely different. I mean, it was different that I had another human being in my house that we like had super fun with, but we still did our Christmas on Christmas Eve because mm-hmm. we've done that for forever just because, you know, we have so many or used to, we had three now, at least we only have two, but used to have three stops on Christmas day. Oh. Now we only have two. So we would always do ours on Christmas Eve. Well, this year we didn't change it because we had church that morning, which mm-hmm. was amazing to be able to go to church on Christmas, by the way, just a side note. And so we still did it Christmas Eve and she opened her little gifts. Um, I would say the one thing that I had to like be okay with was that we didn't, we got her gifts, but like we didn't go overboard this Christmas. Well, I mean, she's not even one. She's about to be one. Right? Yeah, exactly. So 
I was kind of like, and me and Mike were on the same page. I was like, she's like, you just said, she's literally about to have a birthday on top of it. Mm -hmm. She's got so many relatives around her that have already, already said, oh, I got her this. I got her this. So she's going to have an amazing Christmas, whether we get her something or not. So we went light this year because, you know, she loved ripping up the presents though. But just like anyone could guess, as soon as she got done opening her present, she looked up, saw my water bottle, and that's what she wanted to play with. (laughs) Exactly. Well, at that age, it's more just seeing them open the presents, that kind of stuff. They can't really, you know, maybe play with the toys. But next year, in the next couple years after that, I mean, you're into so much fun. You know, she'll be running around like crazy next year. Mm-hmm. But I did have fun dressing her up. I know that's kind oh, of a random. Note. I did see one of her outfits with a little. Yes. It was a little Santa dress with a little white tights. Oh my gosh, it was so oh cute. My, yeah, so that was the cute little like over like dress overalls. Is that what you're talking about? It has the mm-hmm. Santa yeah, in the little front. jumper? Yes. Yeah. I strategically mapped out all of her outfits for the rest of December when it came no to way church. she could get all her Christmas outfits. Right? Because she's never going to wear them again. Right. Yeah. So I made sure I could hit all of them that either I like had bought or someone had given me. Like that one you saw, I found at a thrift store. Oh, there you go. It was yes. super cute. Right. And so I'd already had the onesie. And then there was another one that someone gave us that she wore for her casual when we got done christmas day so that she was in her pjs as soon as we got home so no like i'm at, that was really fun so she hit all of her christmas outfits there was not one that we did not get to and i was very proud of that and i tried oh, to get good. a picture of every single one of them <laughs> so that i could document that i achieved my goal <laughs> that's so fun oh that's good but yeah well i know that you know you have a little bit of a special gift that you got this year yes so that was an extra added person to you yes he surprised me um and i got a puppy for christmas so so that was super fun her name is josephine ophelia bell she goes by josie you should say that one more time for the audience (laughs) josephine ophelia bell I love That's her it. full name, mm-hmm. um, but she goes by Josie or Jojo or Josie Bale or Outlaw Josie Bale. You know, there's lots of or, lots of variations to it. Or stop it. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No. Yeah. <laughs> she probably thinks that's her name, but uh-huh. she's also a standard poodle and so is Winnie. So she will grow oh, up yeah. and be the same size and the same color as Winnie, actually. They're both, um, some people call it silver, some people call it blue. So right now yeah. she's solid black, little white patches, and um, she's slowly getting silver around her little nose and her eyes already. So <laughs> she's super cute, super fun, keeping us on our toes. I love seeing Winnie interact with her, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's still got a little bit of that puppy breath, which I just love oh so much. Oh my gosh, much. yes. But so we've had fun with that. Me and Steven celebrate our second wedding anniversary also. So that's yes, fun. congratulations. Here's Eve, so two whole years that he's put up with me and vice versa so (laughs) but no so it's been a good holiday season but we're we're back in the swing of working back in the swing Mm -hmm. of everything and you know it was a fun time though in full force yeah I was able to ink out um two back-to-back four-day weekends um, which was I was very thankful for I didn't know if I was going to be able to ink it out um, just from not having a ton of PTO from, from having Violet, but I was so, I was like the most I've been out in quite some time other than like being on maternity leave, which was a great amount of time. Don't get me wrong, but it was super nice to have those four day weekends. And I yeah. know you enjoyed having some time off as well. Yes. Got some stuff done, got some rest mm-hmm. in. It's been, and there's some some stuff I was doing, which we'll talk about, was for our my resolutions that I've made for this year. Yeah. So um no. So we um I just wanted to pause real quick and just say to everybody, we really hope y'all had a great Christmas and a beautiful New Year's. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you got to celebrate exactly how you wanted to with the people you wanted to, and that this year was a little bit different, hoping that next this coming year will just be everything you want it to be. Absolutely. Well, um, with saying that, I guess it's time to get into our resolutions. Now, quick question here, Crystal. Do you always make resolutions or what are your, what's your feeling on New Year's resolutions? So like 
in the past when I was younger, because I legit could go back and find them in oh my gosh, modern journals from growing yep. up. Yes. Yeah. So when I was younger, apparently I was all about them. Like mm-hmm. even to the point of like ones that were probably should have been considered silly. And then some that were like, you know, pretty good. So I used to legit like sit down just like, you know, a lot of people do and write out verbatim new year, new year resolutions by right. numbers and whatever. I would probably say the past four years, maybe probably five, maybe more, but for sure the past four to five years, I have not really made a list, but I've contemplated whether God gave me a verse. Like then one year he gave me a verse in Deuteronomy and then the past three years, he's just given me a word. Um, mm-hmm. And so last year's word was thrive for 2022. He gave me thrive. Yeah, because it was kind of the perspective of, I, I would always say like I'm. I, I remember in like 2020 or 2021 saying that I'm just I'm just surviving. Like I'm making it. I'm surviving. And he he hit me one day and he was like, I really don't want you to just be surviving. Like thrive. Yeah. And so that really twisted how I viewed my 2022. And I kept it as my, it's actually my screensaver on my phone. And I kept it this year because I still feel like that's something that I need to center, especially when school starts back and it gets even a little bit more heavier throughout mm-hmm. the day. But honestly, I haven't made like verbatim written down, maybe contemplated, said some things that I want, you know, to do, but I really don't do them anymore. What about you? Do you? Well, I was the same way growing up. I would make, you know, resolutions from everything to I'm going to make my bed every single day. I'm going to this, that, and the other. I'm going to, you know, whatever, (laughs) like, you know, drink X amount of bottles of water a day. And then the older I got, the, I mean, honestly, I'm like, I'm not, you know, they were all sent around like, I'm going to lose X amount of pounds. I'm going to eat, only eat 1200 calories a day. I'm only going to, that was very, yeah, very focused on that kind of stuff. I mean, um, I usually did have a lose weight one, but not oh, that I specific. think everyone does. Like, yeah. like never that exercise every day, you know, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Like they were very specific and always my resolutions were like, I mean, a hundred percent set up for failure. A hundred percent. We were set up for failure. Oh, like with what same. I listed out. Oh yeah. So this year I did things kind of differently. Last year, I don't think I wrote them out. Um, the last two years, I haven't written you out really or really like focused too hard on them. Um, but this year, I have a few things that I'm just trying to do, like just not specifically like, you know, I'm going to da 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 but yeah. things I want to try to be mindful of, I think it's the big thing. For um, sure. And just kind of, I think it's a good time to change the year to just kind of refocus and recenter exactly. on everything. Um, someone at church um, spoke up Sunday, you know. New Year's resolutions are usually broken after three weeks. And she said, that's because mm-hmm. we have to hold them up. That's what it yeah. is. Oh, you know, sure. we can always rely on God to hold up his end of the bargain, but mm-hmm. it's us who are always failing. And so when it yeah. comes to resolutions, we're, we're always setting ourselves up for failure because we're human, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I had a, my track of mine this year was, I don't know. And it, and it may be the motherhood portion that got to me. I don't, I don't know. You know me by now that I, I'm not, I'm not full blown OCD, but you know that I can get caught up in wanting to be perfect, mm-hmm. you know, re- trying to reach perfection and striving for it way too intensely to where, like you just said, I set myself up for failure. You can't help but fail. Right. Yeah. And so I went into the mindset and literally I started it. I should have brought it in here. And I'm so sorry I didn't where I started listing and I got on this track of mine. And like, I remember talking to Mike and he was like, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know why you're going this route. Cause I was literally like, I just want to be better. He's like, we're talking about, it's like, I want to be better. Like, I'm tired of failing and being horrible at life. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I <laughs> right? need to be better in the year 23. And he was like, because I was like, I don't feel like I'm like, you know, pity fest, you guys, warnings coming up. I was like, pity party, here we come. <laughs> here, I'll do a funny voice to make it even better. <laughs> I was like, I don't even think. Because <laughs> I was like, almost trying to cry because you know me, I was being so weird. And I don't do good with change. And it was New Year's. Okay, you guys, it was New Year's. 
And Crystal was struggling. <laughs> and so she was like, I'm just such a horrible wife and I'm a horrible mother. Like I could be so much oh better. <laughs> and Michael was like, are you kidding me right now? And I was like, why can't, and I, I think I said something like, why can't you just like be with me and like cry with me? I don't remember what I said. Just acknowledge I like, that I'm terrible. Right? <laughs> like, just tell me. You can- Oh, I think I, that's what I said. I was like, just tell me, what can I do better? What do you think I could do better as your wife? And he was like, nothing. Like, <laughs> you are a great wife and you are a great mother. Like, I don't understand why you're saying these things. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So that's too funny. I went back to my memory and knew that I not started funny, this but, list. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, for sure. Like <laughs> you guys, like if you could be in my head, like I don't know why. Like New Year's, I swear there's a psychological term for it that someone just has not come up with, because I've actually heard other people say that they get down in the dumps and are or are more emo. I'm not down in the dumps. I'm more emotional on New Year's. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's the end of an it's the end of a year, end of an era. I think you even sent me a message this weekend. You were like, you know, it's just it's just time going on. I was like, yeah, right? it's a new year. <laughs> but see, and like you've got people like Micah, and not just men. There are women out there that have like, oh no, this is great. It's just a new year. Like you're good. No, my brain like psychoanalyzes everything I've ever done wrong in 2022. Like, oh my it's, gosh, it's thinking like it's just my brain cannot handle new years and my mom was even telling me that she knows a friend that like literally does not leave her house on the 31st because she cries all day now i do not oh wow i'm not that bad in no sense is that like me like i had like two moments where i like was attempting to cry and i sucked it up and was like forget this like you're better than this right but i go back to this list and i know one of them on there was um I think I blankly put to be another to be a better mother. Didn't even put specifics. Wow, good one, Crystal. And then I put for my house to be cleaner. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then there was something to me that was like, just stop making this list. And so I just did. And I didn't, I didn't pray or anything after I just stopped making the list. Yeah. And so when I started back praying about it after like a, just a couple of days. Um, and we've been having prayer at church and he reestablished it the other night when I was praying too, as well. He was like, you know, I was saying that I want to be better. I want to be better than I was last year. I started that list and I didn't finish it. And it was like, he was trying to tell me that I'm going in the wrong direction. So what he began to show me is that if I want to be better, then I just need to stay closer to God. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So like, a this is, I'm going to read this verbatim guys, but it's more of just like, because this is what God told me in my prayer time the other night. And sometimes y'all know whenever he's speaking to you, sometimes you just got to grab whatever's around you and write it down as quickly as possible. So you don't forget it. And so he said, what God showed me was not to tear myself apart at all the things I could be better at, but to do the things I need to do as a follower of Christ. When doing those tasks or putting God first, you will be a better person inside and out. You will be the the person that God is wanting you to be. Putting him first will change you and will allow him to mold you. I like that. So that's that's what he kind of gave me as I'm, you know, attempting to make the normal, what I used to do about five years ago, which maybe is why God told me to stop doing it then. Because <laughs> he was like, this is no good for you. You just keep tearing yourself apart, you know, right. or whatever. And a couple of verses that, you know, there's there's a million verses that probably a ton of you can even think of pieces of or know of that's all about putting God first or keeping him at the center. And, you know, there's so many words we can talk about. Like you could you could probably chime in like firm foundation, cornerstone. Like there's so many words we know mm-hmm. that represent putting him first or seeking him. And um one of the ones that probably a lot of people know is Matthew six thirty three. but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to you. Another one that I really love that as uh, I've told all probably a lot of youth, first Corinthians 11, one through two, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Now I commend you because you remember me in everything and maintain the traditions, even as I delivered them to you. And that just scratches the surface of like, oh, yeah. And so, yeah, he just really showed me like, hey, stop with the list. Okay. 
and just focus on me. Like do your quiet time. Give me the adequate time. Like this is God saying that, like, give me, give God the adequate time for me to speak to you, for you to be quiet, for you to read your Bible, for you to listen to worship, whatever you're wanting to do, but give me time to help you. Give me time to speak to you. In doing that, guess what? You'll you'll be a better mom. You'll be a better wife. You'll mm-hmm. be a better pastor's or youth pastor's wife. You'll be a better friend. Um, you'll be a better worker. Um, and the only other scripture that I have that's been changing, I guess that's kind of, that is my spiritual life and life in general. But um, I struggle with work sometimes, and Danielle knows why. <laughs> it's because I'm not in the job that I'm going to school for. <laughs> Right. It's it's just not. This is just your one of your stepping stone jobs right now. Yes. And the job is great and it does what it needs to do by paying the bills and and whatnot and letting me be flexible and things like that. Um, but I struggled in twenty twenty two to be a very good worker, basically. Mm-hmm. And so God gave me second Corinthians one. 21 through 22. Now it is God who strengthens us with you in Christ and has anointed us. He has also sealed us and given us the Holy Spirit as a down payment in our hearts. And what that spoke to me is that God calls me to work with excellence and he's going to strengthen me and anoint me for the time that I'm at now Mm -hmm. and give me that Holy Spirit to help me push through during those moments when I just want to be doing something completely different. Yeah. And so that was one other scripture that I put on my desk and had it on my desk the latter part of 2022. But even in these past couple of days, like having a four day weekend, but picking myself up this morning, not wanting to work, I looked down under my desktop and saw this verse again. And it resonated with me again to remember that he's there to help me. And that even though this is not where I want to be at this time and I want to like fast forward or be able to like snap a finger to be in a, <laughs> be in a different career, that he's going to strengthen me and that I am anointed for this time. I just got to mm-hmm. keep pushing. Oh, wait. If you think about to our episode that we recorded about your 30th birthday and looking back from where you were five years ago. And mm-hmm. where you were 10 years ago, you know, yeah. everything that you've had to go through has all led you to mold you who you are today. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, it's all leading up to something great, but you can't just fast forward and skip life because you'll yeah. miss so many things. You'll miss lessons that he wants to teach you, opportunities to witness or wherever it may be, and just, you know, miss your life with your husband and your child also. Yeah, so, yeah for sure. This time is for a reason and this season is for a reason. And I think that's just everything God has kind of showed me these past couple of days. And I'm excited to dive more into like what he's going to show me during these prayer days that we have left at our church right now. Mm -hmm. But just so like for me to be able to listen and to hear from him and to just keep praying just to mold me. Yeah. Um, There's a song called Refiner that when we like... And you may know it. And it's a it's a good song, but it's also a song that like you kind of have to be prepared for God to really do what the song is saying that he can do for you. Because it can entail a lot of like transition in life, changes, tearing certain characteristics down off of you. Like you've got to be ready for him to mold you. And I think that's what I'm doing during this prayer time is I want to be ready to be molded so that I can be obedient in anything that he asked me to do. I can ask to be molded, but am I really ready for what he's going to throw at me? Mm-hmm. And we think, you know, 2023... I know in our church has been, and not just our church, but in the lives of the people that go to our church, it's really been prophesied over that this is going to be the year of revival for our, for the, for our house, for the church. And then I have to ask myself, am I ready for that? If he tells me to talk to someone on the side of the road or at a hospital that I'm at during work, am I going to be able to speak about him? Like, am I going to be obedient and open my mouth or I'm going to going to get scared? Mm-hmm. So it's also too like a preparation in me for this year to like get myself ready to be obedient and to be molded. 
I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's kind of how my time these past couple of days through all of my emotional endeavors, (laughs) (laughs) we have blossomed this, (laughs) everything I just said. (laughs) No, that's awesome. So where, what kind of journey? Because, you know, I don't, you have to tell me, I mean, let me know. Do you get as emotional as me or (laughs) are you kind of even kilter or is it? Are you just medium? Um, I'm thinking you're probably medium. I don't think you're as emotional as, as what no, I No, I'm pretty medium. Well, and the thing is also is I have so much happiness and joy surrounding New Year's because that's when me and Stephen got married. We got oh my married gosh, yes. New Year's Eve of 2020. So New Year's Eve 2020, I was, you know, living my best life, getting married. And then yes. 2021, celebrating my first year anniversary. 2022, celebrating our second anniversary. So, you know, in the years before that, I mean... I wouldn't necessarily, I would never be upset about the year changing or whatever it may be or time moving on. Um, but I did always take it a time to reflect and kind of recenter, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. on things going on and that kind of thing and making goals or whatever it may be. Um, this year, I didn't set necessarily goals for things, but things I want to work on and be more mindful of in my life, whether that be physically, mentally, spiritually. Yeah, whatever it is, there's kind of, well, there's kind of one for each of these, I guess. <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. And um, like you said, like you're making your list. One of the very superficial things that I do want to work on is just trying to have my house better organized and decluttered. Um, my life, my house, everything, you know. <laughs> um, I showed this to... Crystal on a Marco Polo the other day. And by the way, we talk about Marco Polo all the way, all the time. This is just an a, app that we use to communicate with each other. We send each other video messages throughout the day. us advertisement, to be honest. <laughs> yes. Marco Polo, hit us up. We love you. Yeah. Um, like, but um, I made a cleaning schedule for our house. And it's something that I have such satisfaction when I mark things off of a list. So now every day I have a, a small task that will take 10 or 15 minutes you know, 20th of most, and I can get those things done as soon as I get home from work and kind of keep our house in order because that's something that me and Stephen both, we both function better in a clean, organized house. And that helps both of us, our mental clarity, because if my house is out of order, like physically my house, I feel like I'm mentally out of order, which is probably some stuff that keys into like, I probably have a diagnosis of OCD, let's be honest. But I feel the same way though. Like I, I mean, before I got on here, as I told her, I was going psycho in our kitchen just to feel better about my life. <laughs> to feel right. a little bit better. Yes. Like the chaos. And that's what, right before I, you know, I went ahead and cleaned up our dishes from supper as soon, mm-hmm. right before we started recording. Cause I was like, when I get done, I'm not going to do it. And they're sitting at the yep. sink and I'm going to think about it and blah, blah, blah. And yada, yada, you know, so just doing things like that, that's something simple that I'm trying to do is get my house in order you know, physically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, And then, of course, like we said earlier, I think everyone wants to try to live a healthier lifestyle. I'm not setting these goals of I'm going to exercise for 45 minutes a day or I'm going to whatever. I'm going to walk for 30 minutes a day during my lunch because you know what? It rains a lot. It's hot outside a lot. You know what? I may yep. not, I may want to sit down during my lunch. I may want to not, you know, <laughs> may want to put my feet up for a second or something. Yeah. So I'm not making these no. these goals. And that's what I do every year. I did that last year and that kind of stuff too. I make these goals, especially physical goals about my health that then I, of course, break after two or three weeks um, mm-hmm. if I make it that far. And then I beat myself up about it really, really bad. Yeah, I've been there. So I've put on there, I want to live a healthier lifestyle physically and mentally. And the biggest thing I put on there is that I want to not be so hard on myself and not push myself to the extreme. Um, And that's good. You know, I have a very long journey of gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight. Like that's just, that's just my life. And that's something I work on daily, but I have, you know, I have a lot of trouble with binge eating and I have a lot of trouble with food guilt. And so I'm trying to take those two things out of, my life because yeah. they're not helping at all. The binging makes me feel bad because then I feel mm-hmm. guilty. And then I'm like, okay, well, I just shouldn't eat. Well, then if you yeah. don't eat, then you're starving. So therefore you binge. 
So it's a constant vicious cycle I go through. So working on that, um, somehow if you, a tip of how we've decided this, this may sound so silly and people are thinking, oh my gosh, they have laminated spreadsheets on their fridge. Um, (laughs) Look, it makes it easier when she wants to mark on it, guys. I saw it on Marco Polo. It's genius. So along with our cleaning schedule that's laminated on the fridge, I also, me and Steven sat down and we decided what we're going to have for dinner the rest of the month, which sounds so dumb and so More silly. people do that though than you think. Like, I don't, don't be so crazy. Like, I know a lot of people that meal prep. Well, I guess, I guess it's kind of like meal prepping, but of course I'll make them fresh or within a couple of yeah, days yeah, advance yeah. or something of that sort. And that has, so far it's worked. I like cooked a meal tonight. It's, and I also have on there, you know, for breakfast, I'm going to get, I'm going to make my smoothie this morning or have yogurt yeah. Friday. I deserve Chick-fil-A. I'm getting Chick-fil-A on Friday because I made it to the work week. You know, like I have little things like that. And then I have my lunch planned out. And that way it's not every day. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just eat like a bag of chips or, oh, I, don't, I didn't plan for supper. So let's pick up pizza or we'll go eat Mexican. Yeah. And so this is really helping us, you know, be healthier as in cooking at home and not Mm -hmm. just going off what our gut tells us or what our stomach's craving that day, which, I mean, if there is a day that we're like, oh no, let's go have date night so-and-so, we'll go and do it. But this kind of helps us and this really helps my, oh, well, I already have my lunch plan for tomorrow. So it's not like I'm going to run across the road and get fast food. Yes. Yeah. Lunches for me is something I need to be more uh, like to be better at. Because even though I work from home, like, and I only really go out like twice or even once a week, like it is so easy just to like get the huge bag of Doritos and work and crunch at the same time. And snack. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so easy. So no, I told I completely, y'all, she has inspired me. And look, hey, think <laughs> about it. All our people that like want the like less footprint in the world. I don't remember that saying, but you know what I'm talking about? They're, um, you're, you're doing less paper because you, it's, you don't have to make lots of copies. It's just laminated and you get to mark on it. Exactly. I just mark it on it's my little, paper. little expo marker and yeah. erase it or whatever, make my little grocery list on it, you know? <laughs> no, for sure. So no, and the I biggest think- thing that I'm saying with that is that I'm, I've made these plans and that kind of stuff. And you know what, if we decide and what me and Steven decide, okay, after January, we'll decide, okay, do we like having the schedule with food? But so far, we'd like it because like we've said in other podcasts before, like at 10 o'clock starts the, well, what do you want for supper? I don't know. What do you want for supper? Well, I mean, uh, we can right. or, uh, well I'm just going to pick up a pizza on the way home. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's really cutting that out. And costly, it helps also because we can plan out and I have, you know, okay, we have, you know, ground beef in the freezer and we've got chicken breasts in the fridge. So let's cook these meals, whatever, you yeah. know, less wasteful with food and really more. You'll save money that. in the end too. Exactly. That's what I that's what pushes me to like, or I've told Micah, I was like, cause when we get so, so busy and we have the basketball games and, you know, mm-hmm. just all the things, it's so easy for us to be like, well, I'll just, I'll just go pick up Taco Bell or I'll go pick up Chick-fil-A. Like, and those are like technically not Chick-fil-A, but like Taco Bell is a cheaper option, but at the same time, but after while, eating from up, home, mm-hmm. oh, exactly. And, but eating from home is a, like you said, better for you and you're using less money. Yeah. Well, like the supper I made tonight for us, um, we had like one and a half chicken breasts left over. So I cut them up and put the leftover green beans and mushrooms Mm -hmm. and a little bit of rice in two bowls. So now I have my lunch for the next two days at work. And I'm not, I love leftovers. Like I'm not, you know, like I love leftovers, but it wasn't enough for us to have both a full meal. So I was like, oh, this is a good small lunch for me Mm -hmm. to eat the next two days. But, you know, like I have a lunch meeting this week at work that they threw in last minute today. And I'm not like having a meltdown like, oh, my gosh, we're eating out because we're having a lunch. Yeah. Meeting. I'm just like, you know what? OK, well, I'll just eat this leftover on Friday. We're having our lunch meeting on Thursday. OK, no big deal. Like I'm trying to have a better mindset over it completely, which. OK, if I get healthier, if I, you know, gain or lose. OK, that's fine. You know what? The biggest thing is to be mentally healthy with everything and everything that goes along with that I feel like no I agree but I I completely agree I do have a bible verse that goes along with this um this is first corinthians 6 19 through 20 I printed out and put it in our fridge um also laminated Um, (laughs) I was literally about to ask you (laughs) 
<laughs> I love our I laminator. Love it. It's the best thing ever. Everyone invested in a $20 ask... laminator from Amazon. It's the best. I was about to ask you, were you doing this at work or did you have one? I meant no, to ask no. you that we the other day. We have a personal laminator because we're those Look, people. I made you to laminate mine once I figured out. Oh Y'all, she's God. inspired me that I want to come up with a cleaning thing too. At least that's something that's weekly. It's not going to be as extensive as hers, but she's inspired me <laughs> I'm telling you the cleaning schedule is made me I've done it the past like I did it before New Year's like I started like the last week and a half of December or so mm-hmm. I feel so much better about life it sounds so dumb but yeah, at the end looks... of the day I circle my complete or I mark off the tasks that I did I'm like yeah you did it girl you know right oh yeah <laughs> I'm marking stuff off. like I do that at work for all my work tasks that I have to do I'll make like a list the first yes. part of the day and it just feels so good like, to mark it off. Best. Oh, they're the best. And but then to eventually throw it away. Because I have like a shred bin that mm-hmm. I have. And that's just even more satisfaction of me throwing it in there. <laughs> but here's the Bible verse that I saw that goes along with this. Um, it's 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God? And ye are not of your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify mm-hmm. God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And this also opens me up to, you know, glorify God with your body. And it really makes me think about worship. I really want to make sure that I have a more worshipful stance, especially at church and just every day and just not yeah. be afraid to, like we took me and Crystal talked about this before, like not be afraid to, you know, you know, shout hallelujah or say amen yeah. or or raise your hands or you know if you're Pentecostal like crystal dance like you know like whatever mm-hmm. it may be <laughs> like just freedom freedom exactly. have freedom of worship so that's something I really want to make sure I'm not in like my next resolution is stop caring what other people think or analyzing what they say or do about me mm, yeah and so that goes into worship though like make sure that okay who cares what so-and-so thinks or says or does like let me yeah. live how I know God wants me to live and not worry about them. Yeah. And I think it makes me think of the, of the verse that I don't know where it's at. And I apologize. It's about how we don't need to stifle the Holy spirit. Exactly. To not hinder the Holy spirit, to be able to do all that he can do, whether that's for myself or the person next to me, mm-hmm. you never know if the freedom you relinquish during worship or during any part of your church or just speaking out could change someone else's path of, of life and how closer they get to God. I feel so much out of seeing other people worship also and being in that environment. Mm-hmm. It's, I really, really enjoy that. And it's, you know, whether you're singing hymns or you're singing praise and worship, whatever it is, like you can yeah. find, you can find your place to worship and find how you want to worship. And then last but not least, I think everyone's, I want to make sure I dig into the word more this year. Yeah. And really work on memorizing Bible verses. So our children in our yeah. church every week memorize Bible verses at the, you know, end of the week, they, they cite their Bible verses and get like, you know, a piece of candy or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And so I really want to try to work on that this year myself is the verses that they have. The ch- okay. If the five-year-olds can memorize it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. You know, and so I really want to work on that. Um, yeah. Different ways to really you know, get that scripture hidden in my heart. Cause that's something mm-hmm. I've not been good about. I'm going to be really honest. I know I, I do yeah. know a few verses by heart, but not like I should or not like I want yeah. to either. And I feel like I'm like, can sometimes be the paraphrase queen. And that, yeah. that's, you know, I mean, and that's ultimately that's not super beneficial. Cause I just like a minute ago, I couldn't tell you where that verse is. But I know it. Like, I know it's there somewhere. Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm in the same boat. We're actually about to start something with our small groups where by the end of it, you'll have read the Bible from beginning to end, Um, which luckily God blessed me with the strength and the time when I was in college. I think I've told Danielle this when I was in college mm-hmm. that I've, I've read the Bible all the way through, yeah. Um, but I've been wanting to do it again because you know it's it's always good to do it again and so when we were about to do this thing I was like that'll be perfect so by the year 2023 I will have you know read the whole bible again but I agree with you like either putting them on my window or, excuse me my mirror 
in the bathroom. That's what I did for a couple of them. But sadly, I couldn't retell them to you. Like the ones that I remember, I think I did like four back to back where they would stay on the mirror for like two weeks. And every time I brushed my teeth, I would watch, I would look at it and I would recite it mm-hmm. in my head while I'm brushing my teeth. And then once I got done brushing my teeth and I was doing something else and I could talk, I would say them out loud. And then I would try to rehearse it without looking in the mirror, like a couple hours later in the, in the rest of the day. But the problem is I couldn't retell you them now because I didn't constantly like do more or revert back to them or create something like even cue cards at this point to somehow help, like you're saying, to be able to recall Mm -hmm. what I've, you know, attempted to memorize. So no, I, I think that is a great, and, um, I think too, that's just, I think your resolutions are are basically what God told me. Yours are just in specifics. Like if we get closer to him mm-hmm. or if you get closer to him by either attempting or even doing the like more specific spiritual ones that you listed, all of your other ones will happen. Right. And I feel like so often I still, I get caught up in the, oh, well, I'm not good enough. Or, oh, I've just, I'm so, I'm such a sinner. I'm such whatever, this, that, and the Mm -hmm. other, you know, like I get caught up in that and like, you know, I don't deserve this. And I don't, I don't deserve the grace that he's given me. No, yeah, none of us do. So I found a Bible verse. um, It's Romans 3, 22 through 24. It says, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And that grace costs us nothing except the sacrifice of our pride. Yep. That is it. But it costs Christ His own blood. Mm -hmm. You know, we try to complicate it. We really do. We try to complicate it. It's that childlike faith. And so I pray that this year in 2023, that me and Stephen both together as a couple and everything, that we have that childlike faith. When you're a child, you think that anything could happen. You yes. like, there's nothing holding you down. There mm-hmm. is like, whether it be financial, physical, metaphorical, anything obstructing you, you are, you, anything is possible. But as adults, yeah. we get bogged down with why well, you know I'm not good enough or whatever this that the other or not you know I've been so bad and you know you don't know what kind of sins I've done and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah that that blood causes an even playing field you know that's spot on and I think one thing kind of along that that he's been pounding towards me is how unconditionally he loves us. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like you said, the the gift of his grace as well. But I was talking to Micah the other day and I was like, I literally cannot fathom the way he loves me. Like, mm-hmm. and and I've come to the terms and these are like, okay, terms that I will never be able to worship him enough that he deserves Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. But then I go, but you better be dang sure that I'm going to do everything within my power that every time I get the opportunity Mm -hmm. to worship that I am going to give everything that I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And I think sometimes we, sometimes your walk with Christ is not all about how you feel. No. It's just not. There are so many I guess we should say institutions or people or, you know, that say you have to go by how you feel. And there's a portion of that. You know, you hear the the term when people say, you're, if your hair raises up, it's it's Jesus. No, you're not always going to feel like that. You're There's going to come a day or there's going to become, there's going to come times where you're going to remember that either something God promised you or something that God said he was going to do, or you're so faithful for something, but it's, it's taken a while, whatever it may be that is going to come to your mind and you're going to remember that it's not quite there yet. And you're going to get in your feels Mm -hmm. and that's okay. But the question is, are you going to take that into the next time you worship him? Or are you going to worship through that and still give him everything he deserves because he does, because he is faithful and he is righteous and we can count on that. Yes. Well, 
like you said, it's sometimes, and I think the devil gets after me and gets on my back all the time about, Mm -hmm. you know, not being good enough or not whatever, or, you know, well, he's, he hasn't answered this prayer of yours. What about that? Like, I mean, obviously, you know, just terrible stuff like that. And, (laughs) you know, that's when I have to holler about, you know, get behind the Satan, you know, you know, you just have to, sometimes you just have to yell that and get it, get him away from you. Yeah. Oh, um, I did it the other day. He about yeah, got sucker punched yeah. in the dang face. I got yeah. so mad at him. Yeah. about it's fought terrible. him in the car. And it's really sad. And we're constantly fighting that battle. And constantly, and this is not a Bible verse at all. This has actually been my quote on like my Instagram and Facebook, like whatever yeah. bio for, for years and years. Um, it says, I believe in the sun, even when it's not shining. I believe in love, even when I do not feel it. I believe in God, mm. even when he is silent. Yes. And I think that so often is we're like, well... God hasn't spoken to me about this and the other, or God hasn't said this, or he still hasn't answered this prayer. Or I just, you know, and you feel like sometimes, and I've told Crystal this many times, sometimes you pray and you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling. They're not going yeah. further, but that's when we have to sit and reflect on ourselves. And uh-huh. are we, are we really putting down there on the altar? Or are we taking some back to us? Are we leaving yes. everything at the cross? Or are we trying to carry our own cross? You know, Preach. I was thinking that the other day when we were during worship and I could tell that like, Oh, you know, during some worship services, you can just tell that there's somebody or someone's like multiple people that are just holding back. Like you can Mm -hmm. feel it, not necessarily, not for yourself. You can just feel it in the atmosphere. And they are, I think there are so many worship songs for a reason. And I can think of three off the top of my head that have this type of verbiage in it, where it's saying, give God all your pieces. Don't Mm -hmm. hold one piece back. He knows your pieces anyways. Give him every single piece. But the big but is don't pick them back up, mm-hmm. which I know that is so much easier than said. Well, I mean, one of the most simple hymns out there is I Surrender All. Yep. I Surrender All. You know, and we sing it. And I am guilty myself of being in worship and just, and you go through the motion sometimes. Yeah. I'm I'm guilty myself of that because I've got things going on in my head or like I said, Satan's on your back saying something yep. and that kind of thing or, you know, whatever it may be. And for some reason, Sundays are always stressful. I don't know why, you know, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It can um, be. Yeah. But, you know, we don't get in the mindset of worship. And so I, I really want to try this year to really get in the mindset of worship, having free worship, yeah. like you said, and, and. Like I said, I, you know, said it really quick, but not worrying what other people think about it or what people think about me, but worrying about my house and my worship and that's it. Yeah. And my house, I mean, me and Stephen, you know? Yeah. No, no, I agree. No, that all makes complete sense. And I think if I could, which I don't think we did this in AR, but this, hopefully you agree with this. (laughs) I'm sure. I just want to. (laughs) <laughs> I just want to challenge everyone that's listening. Hold on to something that God's told you and believe that it will happen for 2023. We we had such a powerful Wednesday, the last Wednesday night um, of 2022. It was super powerful in the youth room. And um, God showed me that there were people, there were people in that room that had something that they wanted mm-hmm. and and that they want it to come to pass in 2023 they want it to come to pass you know and i, I could start i start see see i started to see what they were wanting and so or i didn't tell them specifically but what god was like saying is like keep pressing i've mm-hmm. got you i'm walking with you i know it's tough but I just hope and pray or challenge you to go into 2023 with whatever that is in your mind, whatever that is, whether it's to thrive and not survive, like I'm going to thrive this year, yeah, or whether it's to be that in every circumstance, I will be obedient, or whether it's a specific promise that God has told you, whatever that may be, that's for you. Believe without a doubt that 2023 is your year. And I hate to put so much weight on a year, but at the same time, like if, if my God is saying that our church is about to hit revival, he can do anything. He can do anything for anyone. 
But you've got to put exactly like you said, put that childlike faith, at least to that one thing that you have in your sight that you know that you want from God and just press into it like you never had this year. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, exactly. We said have that. There's no boundaries when you're a child. So don't Mm -hmm. have boundaries for your year this year. What God can do in your life. Don't don't try to limit God because he's limitless. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, I guess. We should kind of, I think we kind of teased it some last year, but this year, this season for our podcast, we have some super more, more super, we have some more super (laughs) topics that we're going to talk about. And we've also got some of our closest friends that we're going to talk to this year. And we want you to meet them and hear their testimonies or what they have to say. And we've given them free reign on, hey, talk about this or talk about what you want to talk about. And these are all very strong Christian women in our lives that we look up to. Um, and we really want y'all to get to know them and get to know their story too. But as always, you know, you can find us over on Instagram at ask the jewels. We also have a Facebook page called the jewels podcast. You can search and like us and follow us over there. Um, hoping to have more interaction over there, um, this next year. Mm-hmm. And you can always DM us any topics or anything you want to say or do. Yes. And I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to this year, you guys. And yeah, shoot us some likes. Like she said, I would love for someone to tell us a topic, Danielle. Like that's oh what gosh, I'm waiting that would for. Be my not to put, fave. yeah, not to put pressure on any of you guys out there, <laughs> but you're not going to hurt our feelings. Give us a topic. Like that would be so awesome. Not that we're, we're not struggling to come up with topics. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to say not yet. <laughs> so your help would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> yes. And just kind of a little bit of a preference here. You know, we, we do this. For fun. We both have full-time jobs. We both have husbands. Crystal's got a baby at the house. We both have two dogs we're chasing after. And this is something that we feel called to do, to have a voice, to be bold, to speak out on random topics. Like we said, maybe it's dating or maybe it's whatever. Maybe it's a devotion that has been laid on our hearts. But Mm -hmm. we really want God to use us this year to speak to... Agreed. To speak to those who listen. And... um, you know, that's, he gave us, he gave us speech for a reason. And that's trying to use our voices for him. Yeah. Perfectly said. Well, I guess with all that being said, I guess we will see y'all next week, right? Yes. (laughs) Y'all have a great night. We will see you next week. All right. See you next week. Bye Bye. y'all. Bye.